As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, Falcon fans, we know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John. And, of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcatcher is. And, rumor has it, Anthony and I will have a tailgating segment. Fly up the stakes, Anthony. Can't wait, John. Got the smoker going. It's College Football Debrief. Everything you want to know about college football and more. On your phone, laptop, mobile device, any streaming service you desire, John, we are there. It's the College Football Debrief. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, Aries, Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast Rewind edition, where, um, where each episode... After the postseason, we do a little rewind where we talk to each of the one of the hosts from the regular show and see what was their, you know, standout moment of the year uh, for 2019 and some of their um, best moments of the show. So this show, we're going to highlight the one, the only, the notorious vid maker from all the way from the West Coast, Mr. Aries Falcon. What's up, Aries? Hey man, how's it going, man? It's it's good to be on the show. I tell you that. <laughs> I hear you, man. You know, talk some football. I miss I miss kicking it. You know, chopping it up with you, Cax, on a regular basis, man. So yeah, uh, man. But, you know, it's, it's the season's right around the corner. We got the combine coming up, and then the draft. So yeah, that should be cool, man. We I mean, we got a lot to talk about in the all season. So we'll you know, I'm sure we'll talk mm-hmm. a lot more than we did last season. Oh yeah! Oh, and just so you know, since the draft is going to be in Vegas this year, Uh-oh. oh, you, you know, I'm showing up. Oh, really? You going to the draft? I'm going to the draft. Well, you know, either you're going to have to call in or you got to record <laughs> something, man. You got to give us some play-by-play, something to add to the show, man. We need more content, man. <laughs> got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, man. That'll be yeah. That'll be cool. We got to work something out. So, all right, everybody, hear that. So, we may have a man on the scene giving us some play-by-plays of what he hears on the uh, on the draft night in Vegas. So that'll, that'll oh, yeah. be awesome. Cool, man. That'll work out great. But all right, man. Well, uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about this, you know, 2019 season, man, since this is the uh, Rewind show. And, you know, it started off pretty crappy. And then, uh, oh. 
It, it started off with, with the L, so you, you know, right then and there, it's just it's that opening game. If you don't win that opening game, it, it, it it's not a good look. Yeah, it's just not a good look. Yeah, no, you're right, man, and and that's you know, hopefully that's a habit that they were they're going to break this coming season, man. I mean, because uh, they can't have that again. Our heads will roll. But oh uh, yeah. But you know, but you know, they kind of turn it around, you know, halfway through after the uh, after the buy, and uh, you know, and then they ended it on the good note, I guess, for what it could be. But I think uh, there's a lot of changes coming. So, uh, but before, yeah. we, you, you know, yeah, they they showed some problems at the end of the season, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I've got some interesting intel so not intel but just you know some things i think might might take place so you know hmm okay okay cool we'll we'll, we'll talk about that too if you want to but uh let's start it off with the uh 2019 as far as what 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 stood out to you man what you found interesting or what you liked or didn't like um, what, what i found interesting was when you know dq was talking about he was going to take over the you know the the the, uh, the defense side of the ball right. and do his thing. So it, that was promising for what he for what he was had in dealing with the Seahawks. So I, I was hoping that you know that that team would be better on defense wise. Go back to well, I think it was like twenty seventeen when they had a top notch defense, yeah. top five. You know, so I was hoping they would get back to that aspect of it, but it's just didn't pan out no. you know and that was a six game seven games like dead slide like no yeah. breaks yeah 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 man that defense took a you know a hard you know relapse I, as you would say it's like you know like you said 2016 was we were on top of the world made it to the Super yeah. Bowl we thought going in 2017 they would just you know lick their wounds and, and come back stronger but Things kind of went out of control with the defense, and um, so it wasn't pretty at all. But at least we made the playoffs, you know. Yeah, yeah. For twenty seven, that was that was a good part for for them, and because everybody was talking about well, Super Bowl hangover and how the how the Falcons are going to bounce back to go into the second round of the playoffs was right. showing them what they they didn't have a hangover and. Of course, you guys know that first game that they played the Rams. I was at that game. Right. Triple Aries up in the house, man. We out this motherfucking game today. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm coming through. Look, man, there's already already more Rams fans here than it was last year, bro. Right, for real. So come on, look. Come on. Walking right through this motherfucker. Say what's up. To you. Say, everybody say what's up to YouTube. What's happening? It's your boy. You know, say what's up to YouTube. What's happening? Uh, come on, give it. Yeah. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I love that hate. I love that hate. That's right. I love that hate. There's one Falcon fan. There's one. There's no Hey, what's happening? <laughs> we doing it all day. <laughs> you and the video, right there. <laughs> that was exciting to watch, and I didn't see no signs of them slowing down. I thought they were actually going to go back. Right. You know. So. Well, I mean, to to give them a little bit of leeway about that, 
that was the the season of the injuries we had, man, in 2017. It's, they were going down line like, like flies. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So that you know, we, they kind of got a pass for that. But at least with all those injuries, they still was able to make it to at least one playoff game. So right, right. And then the year after that, it's just just you got had, had everybody scratching their head like, is this the same team? Right, right. <laughs> but hey, man. But you know, and well. 2019, you know, we know how it started, but we had that that rebound, man. You could say it was the birds on the rebound, where um, I think it took its it took DQ, letting go of his um, ego and just admitting that he couldn't do two jobs at once, man, and and giving Raheem Morris the keys to the defense and just being the head coach, man, and he, they started to turn things around. You you remember that? All right. Good to see everyone. Uh, we said during the bye, there'd be uh, a lot to evaluate in a lot of areas. And so one of those um, was on the coaching side. And so you may have saw it at practice today. We moved uh, Raheem Morris uh, over to work with the defense. And part of his strengths are, uh, you know, communication. And in the secondary, and we felt that was a spot that needed our attention at this space. Uh, for us, it was all hands on deck. But you can imagine that's uh, one of Rob's many powers, his ability to communicate. And uh, we wanted to make sure from a technique side, he'd bring fresh eyes over to the secondary and uh, the communication space. That's what we wanted to do. Talked to the team today um, about our second season beginning and a fresh start with that and what that looks like. Uh, eight game slate to go. Uh, no better way to start it than, than with a division matchup right off the bat. And so our focus goes right to that. But uh, it was a productive week uh, in terms of what we wanted to do. But uh, that was one of the changes I wanted to announce with you guys today. There was no, no moves after the trade deadline, but we had one, one internal trade. So we uh, made that move and we're and uh, moving forward with that, that'll be for the rest of the season. Secondary well, there's only a few of us led that have been around here long enough to know that Raheem came here on the defensive side. And uh, so for some of those who've chuckled and some haven't. But anyway, um, I thought that was one of his superpowers from this communication side. And, uh, you know, he is for years, you know, we'd watch tape together, defensive side, offensive side. Hey, let's go watch third down together and some perspective. And I thought part of the reason we're allowed to do that um, is we got huge leadership, you know, at wide receiver uh, to do that with Julio. And so Dave Brock will go back to receivers. Uh, he had been with uh, Rod at that position for the last few years. And Bernie Parmalee will slide back over to running backs. And uh, so we've got uh, a lot of experience. And I thought no better way uh, than to add to the strength of the staff than to add Raheem into the secondary and uh, have some fresh eyes on some new topics. And uh, we started that today. You know, we haven't gone down that road. Jeff Obrick has taken on, you know, a good lion's share of that. And uh, But, you know, as we get to the game day, you know, we'll get more familiar with what we're doing. But the main thing was with the players first and their technique and their communication. That's one of the things that I really think we'll see a ramp up uh, over the second half of the season for us. Yeah, just coach. We're going old school, you know, man. Just coach and, uh, yeah, coaching in need and uh, help fill in where needed. So he's uh, – anybody who's been around him that knows his energy, his swagger, his authenticity, um, especially at that position, um, has always been one of our strong suits. He's never, you know, really backed off. You've probably seen him work with some of them to go. But, um, yeah, we're not into the title side of things. It's, uh, you know, more into all hands on deck and, and getting our game in line like we want to. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Raheem Raheem Morris is a good defense defensive minded coach. So I mean, right. you know, it, it, I was glad that that he had the opportunity to, to show what he can do with, with, with the defense. And from then on, they were just lights out. They were knocking people out the box. So I'm 
I mean, on that aspect, I'm excited for next season. Yeah, me too. So, man. Definitely, man. And they, I guess they got a you know a chance to really see, you know, what was happening. And and I mean, who knows what exactly was the miscommunication? I just think that. DQ had him confused, and and it was what he was trying to run, and and, and they weren't really jiving with it, so, right? You know, so and you know that that's that takes a lot for a coach to admit that. So, but anyway, but I think it started though. It started with that um, that Saints game, that first Saints game. Oh my God, that, that that was that was the best feeling in the world. Was was that Saints game? Because oh, I had every, I had coworkers, or I mean, like people who would come in and be like, "Oh, so you know, what I'm saying your birds lost again, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, and, you know, week after week after that skid, it was like, "Oh my God!" Oh yeah. And then winning winning that game just changed everything. It did, man. But you know, but there were still some uh, naysayers, man. They thought, you know, we all we always rise up. So to speak, when we play the Saints, so they figure exactly. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know they were some non-believers out there, but then they kept it going because we went to, um, and this was in our own region. Then we beat the Panthers because you know everyone think it was a few a fluke, and then we beat yeah. the Panthers. Who were I mean they were they were a decent team at the time. They weren't the best, but they were a decent team. Yeah, man. So you know they had a good turnaround and uh, I think after that we lost to the, the Tampa Bay and then we lost one more time to the Saints because we had to play no we, we swept we we swept Tampa Bay no we didn't we, we they beat us remember Jameis beat us I I, I pulled it up I looked at the schedule uh-huh. yeah they they beat us the first game so- so we so we split with the Saints and the Bucks. Yes, let me let me pull oh, up the schedule. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because I remember that because we're like, damn, Jameis, you know, he sucked, but then when he plays us, he plays great. When that turnaround happened, man, it turned around. We we, we got beat by the Seahawks, and yeah. then after that, the next game was uh, November tenth, uh, and it was against the Saints. So we beat the Saints twenty six to nine. Then we went to the Panthers and beat them twenty nine to three, and then the Bucks beat right. us thirty five to twenty two. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we beat them. Yeah, we split with the Bucks and we split with the Saints. But no, we, it's not too bad. No, it's not too yeah, bad at all. Yeah. yeah. So especially when you have that one Panthers fan that only come out. You know what I'm saying? When they win, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, he hit me up. And I didn't hear nothing from him those 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 two games. So I I hit messing. What happened? Oh, we 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 lost. Yeah, I know you lost against us. You got swept. I even sent him the emoji of, of the guy with the broom. Oh yeah, yeah. I let him have and we were on a man Q we were on a podcast, the Panthers podcast. I think before that game and. Um, and they were nice dudes, but uh, they were a little confident that, that they, you know that we weren't going to be able to turn around. But I offered them to come back on the show afterwards, and I never got a response. So hey, oh, of course not. <laughs> they tucked tail like the little pussy cats they are, and ran. Yeah, man. But see, they got their own problems, so I'm not going to beat them up too bad because they're they're in a a whole world of issues up there. 
Oh, they talking about drafting another quarterback. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> drafting another quarterback. They got a new coach. They got they got to get a new tight end. New defense. New defensive quarterback because look. Kickley retired. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Luke Kickley. Um, has gone, and so is your boy um, uh, Greg Olson. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're they're pretty much doing a a re a re start or whatever. So we'll see them in about a year or two. Yeah. They, yeah. They're rebuilding big time. So I ain't worried about the Panthers next couple seasons. Indeed. Indeed. All right, man. But uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to let's pick out some players, man. And I hate to say it. So Aries, you know we've our defense, our team have had some pretty uh, controversial players to say the least. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what players to you that kind of stood out to you for twenty nineteen? You know, I'm I'm gonna start with Vic. Beasley. I was, I'm going to start with Vic because I had such high hopes, such aspirations so that he would come out and be the player that he was in college. Right. But he just never panned out. And right. and, it, and it, it was not only upsetting, but frustrating to see a, a man with so much talent right. not do anything with it. Right. You know, he had that one breakout, 15 and a half sacks. They didn't even win defensive player of the year right. with that. So so that should have told you, told you something. Right. <laughs> you know, so. No, I agree. I agree. And it's it's a shame, too, because that was Quinn's first pick, too, you know, from the draft as, as, head, as head coach. True. True. So, well, you know, Vic's over. <laughs> Vic's over, you know, and, and then, but then they turn around and got Grady Jarrett, so that kind of is yeah. made up for it. Yeah, it, but, more than yeah, more than made up for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, but I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and I didn't want to give up on him, but I mean, it was just it was it was, it was a done deal with him. Just plain simple, it was a done deal. Right. I agree. I agree. All right, cool. And um, you had another guy too that. Uh, I oh, well, everybody knows who listened to the season knows my number one pet peeve, most hated player <laughs> is Isaiah Oliver. Because I mean, even on on my YouTube, I said you know this guy shows signs of Richard Sherman. He has the length, he has the playing style mm-hmm. of of a Richard Sherman type player. And Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. So far, I haven't seen any of that. He's had a few sparkles here and there, but you know what I'm saying? No really big bang yet. So, you know, right now I'm just disappointed with him. Yeah, I think a lot of people are, but do do we give up on him right now? Or, or, I mean, do we just give him him another shot? I mean, we need. we, We need protection now. Yeah, I mean, he's the kind of corner that can deal with it right. if he has the help up front. So if the defense is making it hard for the quarterback to get the ball off to where the, the receiver is not running from here to there, right. then you know, maybe he could have a shot of becoming a good corner. Right. But on his own, he's no... I'm saying Revis, he's no Sherman. He can't lock down nobody. Right. Do you think they should address that position in the draft? Though? Um, 
Yes, late late in the draft. I wouldn't call it call it a high priority because the priority is getting is getting that pass rush. Right, that's the most important. Because if you get pass rush, then then it, it, it helps your DBs and linebackers out. Right. So so right to me right now, pass rush is, is, is the most important. Right. Right. Getting getting to the quarterback and get some help for Grady Jarrett and Tack because. To me, I believe Tack is still a good player. He just needs help. Now, let's talk about that a little bit. I know we, we've talked about Tack a lot, and uh, I keep hearing, I keep going back and forth on Tack. To be honest, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, the guy doesn't seem like he really wants to be here for one, and then you know, the injuries is what's really killing me with Tack. I know he has the passion to do it I mean he seems to have the passion to do it even though he he's been here what three seasons and he still hasn't had any double digit sacks yet no he hasn't he hasn't but he has put pressure on the quarterback so it's the pressure is what's helping him if he can get he just can't get there quick enough because the quarterback gets rid of the ball right so if he has some help I think you would see a lot more Production out of him. Well, I hear you. Now, as far as him putting the pressure, though, I mean that's good and all, but that's not why they picked him. You know? No, they picked him to get to the quarterback, which which he does. He just doesn't get there fast enough. Right. That's all. So do you? you so you, you? You think you think Tack? You know, minus the the shoulder injuries or with the shoulder injuries, he can become a double digit. You know. I think he can. I think Tack can. I think he. I think he's he's a lot better than Vic yeah, right I, now. Right, right. And uh, hmm, that's interesting, man. That's interesting. I'm up. I'm, I'm still on the fence with Tack, man. I mean, it would. I would feel a lot better with him if if I could really see how focused is he. His focus. You know, I know he has the heart, but I, I would like to see his focus a little more and just like. That like how that passion he had on uh, draft night, I would love to see that with him. I mean, injuries are injuries; you can't do anything about that. But right, if he focuses on his job, like you said, I think he can be that guy. But I'm just not so. But I mean, I don't know. I think I'm I'm hating that he's going to end up in the same situation as Vic this coming year. Um. Well, I mean, he's like I said, he's got another. Since he was a first rounder, he's got two more years. Okay. So I mean, he's got you know he's got this he's got his, th- his third fourth year and and then his fifth year option. Right. So he's got t- t- two more years to, to try to get something you know what I'm saying worked out. If 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 they give him that, I mean, because if this not just for him, I mean, the whole the state of the whole team is that you know. The, this seems to be a do or die season, and I think if 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 we don't get far in the playoffs, I think you know we're going to be looking at a lot of new people. <laughs> we're going to be looking at a I, rebuild. Yeah, I think just making the playoffs is, is is a must. Yeah, that's that's to me that's that's like that's not even a must. That's a that's just that's par for the course. Yeah. That should be yeah. Yeah, that that shouldn't even be an option. That should be like, you know, if you don't even get in the playoffs, that shouldn't even be an option, I think. Because, you know, yeah. because, you know, we we just, you know, we were in the Super Bowl 
we've made the playoffs for so many years and to miss it I think last year was our last first year missing it in a while right yeah yeah the last two years was the first first time they really missed the playoffs like that so right right so I don't know man uh, yeah I, I think yeah that playoff thing ain't no enough that, I know Arthur said that you know he's expecting them to, to make the playoffs but I'm like no dude you should be expecting with all these cats that you're playing paying all this money to to be deep in the playoffs and the Super Bowl contender oh easy you know? yeah but we'll see we'll see anyway alright man that's cool well uh you listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast rewind series with my man Aries Falcon. All right, Aries. Well, before we start wrapping this up, man, um, was there any times in the show, you know, when all four of us are on or all five of us are on, and that uh, no, that was kind of rare this season. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was rare. Hoop, Al. <laughs> well, was there any time, man, that really you had a you know that stood out to you that you know was cool or or whatever? You know, my most fun episodes would probably be the one between me and Q. <laughs> I, I even though you know he gets on my nerves so much, he's still, a, you know, what I'm saying a, a good guy. Yeah, but you know, it's just. So many of them. Um, I know, I know. But that's, I mean, like I said, everybody for the most part has been picking stuff between you and Q. (laughs) 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 Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) But I mean, y'all, I mean, it's 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 great dynamics you guys have because you know Q is Q. You know Q. He he push buttons and stuff. And, uh, and you have so much passion for this team, man. And it just when you guys get together, you know, it, it's fun and it's an interesting listen to hear your points <laughs> of views. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, those are those, those are the, you know, the, the fun ones when, when you, know, the, you know, the other guys aren't here and, and me and Q got to hold it down. So it's right. it, and we get into these even very heated debates. So I'll say, I'll just say I'll just say two words <laughs> for this season that really got those debates going, and that's Taysom Hill. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah, and, and you know it's funny how you know you have this you know Falcon Falcon former player who basically agrees with me <laughs> the exact same thing I said. Right. <laughs> Uh, Sean Payton, over the course of this year, has compared Hill to Steve Young. And I know that sounds outrageous, but there's apparently a thread of belief in New Orleans, and some of this has been pushed by Payton himself, that Taysom Hill could be a starting quarterback in the NFL at some point in time, even though he's kind of a sort of a catch-all, I don't even know what you call him, in New Orleans. I think Sean Payton believes he could be an NFL starter one day. There's some Zane fans who want that to be in New Orleans. Yeah, the backup guy's always the most popular when you lose. If Drew Brees wins this game, oh, Drew this. Come yeah. on, man. Everybody knows how that works. And this guy truly is a gadget guy. Let's let him play quarterback a whole game. Has he ever gotten his butt knocked around in the NFL? No. Has he had to stand in there and bring a team back? No. 
So, and for anybody to ever compare, for let me tell you this, the Saints coach is an absolute fool for even putting him in the sentence with the number one pick in the draft. Okay. A guy who was absolutely a legend in college football. Mm-hmm. He won Super Bowls. He, he was a guy who got a Hall of Famer pushed out of town. So clearly people must have forgot. Mm-hmm. So it's unfair to put, it's unfair really to put this pressure on this kid. This kid ain't did nothing. But again, I just talked about the social media world. It goes for good yeah. and it goes for bad when you absolutely put a guy like this on the pedestal because this guy, he's never had the opportunity, but shame on anyone for comparing him to Steve Young. And he it's not even a comparison. He hadn't even got to the table to even act like he is. He just can run pretty good. And then, and then I was watching, um, what, what was that? Uh, NFL Live. They yeah. said the same thing. I'm like, yeah, he's he's good, and he comes in for these couple of plays, and you know, what I'm saying throws bombs. But you know, they brought up an interesting fact that Muhammad Sanu has more attempts than than Taysom Hill. Wow, really? Just, just putting that, just putting that out there. Wow. That's an interesting fact. I didn't know that. <laughs> so that gives you that gives you an idea on how often he really throws the ball. Right, right. I mean, I, I, I get what Q's coming from when when the few times that I did see him, but I also say that he's a third string quarterback for a reason. You know, he's not the number two right. guy in New Orleans. He's the number three guy. So there's a reason for that. Right, and and when and when you're a defensive team, or when you're a defensive coordinator, you prepare for the starting quarterback. Right. Now you may throw in a couple packages in case they bring this guy in because you know they're known to actually do that. But right, you know when you know when he's not the starter, it's just he's going to have some spectacular moments and some wows and oohs, but he can't do that week after week. Right. He's, he's not he's not going to so exactly that's just my take on it <laughs> I know yeah. I know I don't I don't know why Q is so high on him but well because because when he does c- c- come in he 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 puts on a show basically right. he puts on a show when, when he does come in and play but I don't see him doing that week after week I, and you know exactly. just being being a real football fan I just don't see him doing that right right I mean only a few people can do that and the, the latest one is doing anything like that is Lamar Jackson right and he's not yeah. Lamar Jackson and even L- Lamar Jackson's first year, he took a lot of hits, and people were telling me, "Look, you need to get get down and get out of bounds." And exactly. so, what did he do now? What is he doing? He's getting down, and getting out of bounds. Right. Hill is still trying to take those shots like he's Jesse Tuggle or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, he will have a short career if he continues that. But uh... exactly. So I so in in the words of Q, I hope the Saints do make him their starting quarterback because <laughs> he'll be hurt within the first six weeks, and then they're screwed. So, <laughs> yeah, but uh, unfortunately, I don't know if you heard the news today. Uh, Mr. Drew Brees put out on Instagram that he will be returning for 2020. So, oh, I'm good. Have to have to wait. He can get hurt. <laughs> he can get hurt, dude. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm like, yeah, not, not not career ending, just out of the season. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, God forbid. Nah, I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> so, I don't wish bad bad on nobody like that. Exactly, exactly. One more thing, one question I've asked you before we wrap it up. Um, I know the rumors are out there, man. You know, up there in uh, uh, where is it? Cambridge or whatever, or Massachusetts or somewhere in Boston where the evil empire lives. That uh, your boy Brady could be coming on your side of the of the world, man. 
over there to Vegas. Playing for Oakland? Well, they're like Vegas is, you know, it's a it's an interesting spot. And I, I, I would, I would, I would think he would go to go to the Chargers. They've got a better shot yeah. at doing something. But I mean, that's just one of the rumors I heard. I mean, I heard, I heard the, I I, the Raiders want him. The Raiders want everybody because <laughs> it's better. It's better than than what they have now. So right, but maybe he's the guy yeah. they need that can turn it around. I, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it, turn it turn it completely around I, with no O line. Yeah, good luck. And and Brady don't run. Right. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> All right. Well, it will be interesting to see where he lands. I mean, that whole thing where, you know, that's all everyone's talking about right now. Him and Belichick are not yeah. getting along. I, um, I heard that Atlanta is on the They might cut Devontae Freeman, move on for him. Yeah. Or, what... or try to trade him. Right. Now, from what I hear, the the... The Lions also want to get rid of Slay, hmm. and Slay wants to come to Atlanta. Hmm. The Lions need a running back, right? I heard they didn't. What didn't it have a interest in Devonte? Maybe a, a season or so ago. Yeah, yeah. They 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 wanted him a, a while ago too. Right. So, well, yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing. It is. It is, and I and I and I hate to say it, even. Arthur Blanket's been quoted and kind of saying that you know they're kind of prepared to you know they 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 like they love Devonte but they're prepared I mean, to, to do what's necessary when it saves the team six and a half million dollars in the salary cap right you got to do what you got to um, do <laughs> you got to do what you got to do and I mean and and to be honest keeping keeping Coleman would have been the smarter thing because he wouldn't have, have commanded so much money yeah that's true I don't, yeah, at the, at the, yeah based off the money and the performances for the last year keeping yeah. Coleman and Ito would have been a better just as good as what Freeman gave us yeah well, it's going to be interesting, man. We'll see what happens. So uh, this news keeps coming out. So we're going to keep listening to it and talking about it, I guess. That's it. It's going to give us a good uh, off season, I, I suppose. Oh, it's going to be an interesting season. Yeah, very interesting. And I can't, like I said, I can't wait for the draft. So Indeed. I don't know if I'm going to drive my own car up there or, or I'm going to rent one. I might just rent one. I'm going to put all the miles on my car. I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, if when you go, man, you go, you're gonna be our guy there, man. So we're gonna have to work something out and figure out how we're gonna do it. But you got to give us the. Yeah, I'll be doing some videos too. I'll, I'll be do, dropping some videos. So all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Well, uh, I want to thank everybody for checking us out on our rewind episode featuring Mr. Aries Falcon. Oh man, thanks for having me. Oh no problem. It's always man. a pleasure. It's always a pleasure <laughs> having you, man. And uh, we're gonna keep this train going. And uh, if you guys ever want to reach out to Aries or or anybody on this show, you know how to find us. You can hit us up on Twitter at, at What's Up Falcons. You can check us and out. And you can find me at FalconFans77 on Twitter. Exactly, exactly. And you can also listen to our episodes on uh, Armchair All American and uh, Pandora and Google and iTunes and at What'sUpFalcons.com. That's where you know we're we're still there. We're still around, so uh, it's all good. 
And Aries, I haven't forgot yeah. about you, bro. Your sticker is on the way. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> my wife, Appreciate it. my wife, I, I made her put it in the mail because see, I'm a slack ass sometimes. So she 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 took took it in her own hands and personally put it in the mail. So you should be getting it soon. Sweet. All right, man. If that is it, Aries, man, we're going to wrap this up and I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. Peace. All right. Bye. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com.